welcome back. This is episode 23 of Tiny Dynamite Does Digital Deliberations. Flawless. I did it. Flawless. I did it. I did it. I mean, you, you killed the cold intro, but I mean, if you want to jump right into the episode, go right ahead. Not really, but I've been told that I've been doing the cold intro and then forget to say what the episode is. And I thought, I didn't know, as not introducing ourselves as giant anime titty girl in cat was pretty fun. I thought that was a cold intro. I don't, I don't need introduction. People know. People, People know. know. People know. All right. 23 so, episodes in, this asshole thinks he can be recognized everywhere. Yeah. People people assumed, you know? Yeah. They know I mean, who he is. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who you're talking to right now? Like, <laughs> do you know? Do you know who I am? Do you, have you ever met anybody that acts like that? Like, that, uh, that yeah, has that have. attitude? Yeah, I have too. Metal Jesus rocks. Um... <laughs> all fucking people uh the guy from um oh they freeze pop I, I was looking through my stuff from pax the other day and like the whole band of freeze pop looked happy to see me except for this one guy who was just like literally looking in the opposite direction with his feet the peace sign up i was like you're a cunt oh wow no man it's freeze pop <laughs> i know that's boston gold right there i haven't thought about freeze pop in a long time yeah nobody has no I was just looking yeah. through my badge. I was like, oh, yeah, them. Because that dude definitely was like, I'll take your picture. And then was completely looking at the other way. Like, fuck you, kid. What a nice guy. <sighs> fuck yeah. you, Freeze Pop. Hey, man, leave Freeze Pop alone. I know. The rest of the band is cool. Yeah. So I mean, they, they, probably, like... they probably have to interact with a lot of fans, right? No. Spotify <laughs> listeners the month they have. What's they have uh they had what Guitar Hero three or something? I was gonna say they probably have in the thousands of listeners. <laughs> that, was, that was twenty years ago, man. Breeze pop. That dog can you guys hear my dog? No. Because he's going fucking nuts. I no it dog was a, sounds a lot more than I was expecting it to be. Thirty eight thousand monthly listeners. That's pretty good. Pull up, pull up a David Bowie and tell me what his monthly is. God, like you're gonna because David Bowie them. and Freeze Pop are comparable in my book. Uh, how, I don't even want to ask how. I was gonna ask. Uh, how. sixteen million. Oh yeah, there's you know neck and neck. Or my favorite <laughs> band, uh, Head Start from Maine, who hasn't made a band in a CD in like a decade, who have ninety-two monthly listeners. <laughs> is, is it you? Um, <laughs> it might be ninety-two. <laughs> that at one point it was a hundred. Pretty good, pretty good. Ninety-two. Their last yeah. CD came out in two thousand nine. <laughs> they are still getting plays, you know. Yeah, yeah, ninety-two old plays a month. They're probably like all getting like an eighteen cent uh, royalty check, wondering why they keep getting royalty checks every month. Fifteen cents, oh boy! Whoa, that's pure profit. Head <laughs> uh, start uh, for all your listeners out there. Let's try to get this number back to a hundred. If you like main pop punk, let's, let's get our number to a hundred before we worry about uh. Why about this random band? Let's get to everyone's. Well, no, that's just eight more. Eight more. 
I mean, yeah. just by us talking about it, they could they could get eight more listeners. That's true. What's the uh, what's the band's name again? Headstart. They have a really good song called "Bitches and Bastards." There you go. There's your call to action. Everybody go listen to "Bitches and Bastards" by. Did a really good cover of "Dancing with Myself." Is this like when uh like GameSack or somebody on YouTube reviews a video game and then the eBay prices for that video game shoot up? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Only we're gonna do it for Spotify listeners. Yeah. That's what we should do. We should go like find a band that has like somewhere between fifteen and thirty-five listeners, and <laughs> just be like, I listen to a fat tune from Yo Town Ali from Topeka, Kansas. How's uh, Ugly Kid Joe doing? What's his monthly? Let's see, Ugly Kid Joe. Bet you. He is chilling with 1.7 million. That's way more than I expected. Good yeah. for Ugly Kid Joe. Who's Ugly Kid Joe? Uh, he did that song, uh, Everything I Hate About You, or the hell it was called, in the 90s. Is people still listening to Crystal Method? No, not as much as... Uh, he's. They're not as popular as um, that Joe band. Ugly Kid Joe. Hey, Crystal uh, Method only has 555,000 listeners right now. Charlotte, you're watching the best podcast on the internet. Hell yeah. Hi, Charlotte. I'm a kitty. I'm uh, I'm myself. And Cravels is playing a game. All right. So uh, yeah. You, Brett's yeah, here. Cravels is here. And uh, Brett's here. And Cravels, me, everybody. Yeah. No, this Tori. is the podcast. It's a podcast. It's podcast. episode 23. Uh, we're 23. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. Let's get on track of you fuckers. We're we're digitally deliberating. I I mean like yeah. Well, t- technically going over music is deliberating. We're deliberating really bad low Spotify numbers. So yeah, we're just yeah, we're just are surprisingly high. not talking video yeah. games. Ugly Kid Joe had surprisingly more than the Crystal Method. I thought that would be the opposite. Yeah, that's weird. Crystal Method's fucking dope. Yep. How about Aphex Twin? I'm just gonna keep pulling up random bands and bring this on for two that's hours. That's funny you said Aphex Twins because there's a comedian that I've been listening to. He's been pulling off like Aphex Twins, uh, fucking jokes for like two months, and I think they're the. I think I might be the only person who thinks they're funny. Yeah, probably. Uh, Apex Twin, uh, 1.7 million listeners. All right, that's good. Apex Twins yeah, that sounds good. about right. Yeah, good for I them. Hate that. What about CKY? I'm just curious. Alright, so uh, what's in the, the latest the latest happenings in the game world? Uh, latest happenings in the game world? I, the only thing that I could find was on our Discord. I, I need to go post this. There was this really thing, cool thing called Retro Redrawn, where a bunch of pixel artists from all over the internet have gone ahead and recreated your favorite games and they've, put a, and they've um, linked uh, YouTube backgrounds so you can go flip through them. So Zelda Redrawn is basically um, the entire Zelda series done in pixel graphics. It's pretty fantastic. And they run a Zelda background. They did Johto Redrawn. And they just did Kanto. Um, just a fun click through the internet. Nothing that's really nice sometimes just to find a good, feel-good story. Not story, just cool. Um, these are just pictures. They're not actual playable games. Yep, just pictures. It's kind of like an encyclopedia <laughs> of these areas redone. Have you seen that one guy? I always see him pop up on Twitter, but he does these really in detail to like GIF images of game scenes and these really nice uh, pixel art. You seen those? Oh, no. 
Like there's one of a like a Final Fantasy VII one where they're in a tunnel fighting out a rock. I'll uh, I'll link them later. They're they're really good. There's uh, Metroid ones and all that stuff. It's just cool because it's like if you played any of the original um, Zelda, it's the it's like the entire Zelda map remastered and redid and like imagined what it would look like in 16-bit graphics. Um, so it's kind of neat. There was a guy working on a Ocarina of Time remake in the spirit of Link to the Past, but he never actually finished it. That's a shame. This is like 20 years ago. It's not a recent thing. I just like I mean, fun things like this just because like they didn't need to do it. Nope. Um, There's not really a, a lot in gaming news that I'm aware of, personally. I, I mean, like... I, uh, uh, I haven't seen we much. Lost. Lost Corvell's game. Oh, there it is. Uh, Destiny is free this week. Uh, I know that was a huge thing. Destiny came onto Epic, so they're giving it away. So that way, um, it was free for a while on Game Pass, the f- and like it's been sort of free, but now they're releasing it so that way you can play through like the base expansions for free. So I reinstalled that just to give it a go because it's been probably oh two years since I've dabbled into the Destiny. Just wanna um I finally got my Guild Wars account back. That's just like I said last week, this we're celebrating um I think it's the twentieth anniversary of Guild Wars. Tw- oh, twenty fifth um, anniversary of Guild Wars. I installed Guild Wars. I played the first I was actually surprised at the uh, production value of that game. Mm, it really looks good. really nice. Yeah, I think I the think... idea is give it away for free and then have those people stay around for the battle pass, which isn't really a um bad idea. Game of great taste. <laughs> it um. Oh no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Hey kids, uh, want some of this Destiny? <laughs> hey guys, you like Halo and uh, jet bikes? You gotta boost your light level. It was really funny though, because like before the podcast started, I started watching and I loaded up the game, and then there was the intro, um, cinematic like there always is. And then for like three seconds, I started watching it. I'm like, this isn't going to tell me anything. And I just skipped it. I'm like, I just want to shoot shit. I'm like, this. it's not like this cinematic where they're going to tell me anything is going to make any goddamn sense in four minutes. <laughs> My problem with Destiny is that's just not very fun to play. It's all moon physics. You just float around and have stupid guns that you always have to swap out the gun you like with a, one that has a better damage level so you can actually do damage. And it's just fucking... Fuck that noise. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. I never I never um, got into it. They've made that better so that way you can now um, level your weapons so that way if there is a weapon that you find yourself um, enjoying and you don't want to get rid of because I kind of found that bullshit too if you found yourself like a nice sniper rifle or something that was part of your build. Um, you can level by... You can basically take weapons that are useless, that are higher light level, and dismantle them into your gear. So let's just say you have, like, a 900, and you get, like, a 1200, and it's not going to do some bullshit thing where it breaks down into a smaller mathematics thing, where it's just, like, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's changing it. It will get pretty much... I think it got... Every time I've dropped a level thing that was, like, two or 300 item classes lower, you get to, like, 150 within it. So it, it feels like it, it's... A little bit better than being like, oh, yeah, I'm using this charge gun because it sucks ass, but it has a higher weapon. Eh. But they have eliminated some of the bullshit that you're bummed out about. Eh. 
I still haven't played the Halo Infinite campaign, so I'll probably yeah, tackle that before I even attempt to play Destiny again. We should do that. I've been waiting for... Um, I, I only you play know, those games co-op. You always say we should do that, and you don't do shit. So stop saying that unless you're going to do something. Well, I'm just saying, tonight after this, we're going to be doing a chapter of um, A Dusk Between, A Dusk Falls. So. Yeah, so you say. Yet to be proven. Okay. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah, I'm tired. I hear the kids rattling in bed. Tom needs facts-based evidence, okay? I'm like, throwing shame before, I know. Evidence, okay. Uh, I mean, we Raiden suggested we should play It Takes Two. I mean, I feel like she did it with my wife as opposed to Brett, but I'm not opposed to the idea. I guess. Yeah. Although, I, isn't it about divorce? So maybe I shouldn't do it with my wife. Oh, she maybe me and you should ideas. do it. Yeah, we could just see how our friendship lasts at the end of this and see if we're just sobbing messes at the end of it. Be like, it was right. That guy did try the best for his family. Hey, man, we made it through Battletoads. We can make it through this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Battletoads, Double Dragon, another bad game. <sighs> that game is actually pretty bad, but I it's still really it fucking bad. Oh, know what I was playing last night just for the funsies of it? I was playing um, uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. That's a ha- that's still a fun game. I put that on the handheld that um I got for me at the wedding, so that way Which I could play version? That. Uh, Super Nintendo. Mm-mm. Wrong. Wrong. Which one should I be playing, Sega? Yeah, the Genesis version. Okay. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Yeah, a on, lot of things. I, <laughs> I it what this is just like completely off topic. We don't have a lot of news, but I recall there's a lot of games that there were like Super Nintendo and Genesis titles for. Why do I feel like everybody always says play the Genesis version? Because um, it's usually better. Sometimes they're actually different games, like Aladdin yeah. and Yeah, Aladdin uh, was straight up different games. Shadow Run was Sh- different. Shadow Run was another one. Um, TMNT Shaq- Tournament Fighters was different. Shaq Fu. I mean, if it's oh a straight up... Oh my god, Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu is a, you know, a lovely game. Shaq Fu, surprisingly, was a better fighting game um, port for the Sega for some reason because of, like, movements and they added characters to it. It was still bad on the Sega. Still bad, yeah. yeah. No Michael Jordan in Windy City. Well, what happened back then is it was usually handled by different teams, like, say, a Probe or a USA Gold or something like that would handle up one system that would be done by a different company on a different system. Uh, parody. When it's a straight-up, like, clone, say, your Lion King, it's usually better to play on the Super Nintendo because at higher resolution. Uh, but things like the soundtrack and the color details and things would be different. Like, I really like the, the music in the uh, Genesis version of Some Say My Neighbors. It sounds a lot better. Aladdin was a different platformer altogether, but I enjoyed the Super Nintendo one. I like the Sega one. Virgin did the Sega one. The Super Nintendo one was owned by Capcom. Yep. Yeah. Throw yeah, apples. Jurassic Park game was different too. Super Nintendo. Uh, had an the Genesis version shooter. of of uh, Jurassic Park was better. Yes. Yeah. There's also a Sega CD one, which is also completely different. It's like a like a exploratory puzzle game. <laughs> I think what other games were different. X-Men? Uh, I don't think there was an X-Men for Super Nintendo. X-Men 1 and 2, I'm pretty sure, are Genesis exclusives. X-Men versus Spider-Man, Arcade. Yeah, Spider-Man X-Men uh, versus Arcade was a uh, was multi-platform. All of them are bad. Like Maximum Carnage, it was better. On, I think it's technically better on the yeah, Super Nintendo. but It, it was an X-Men I, Sega game. That's another one where I prefer the soundtrack on the uh, Genesis. 
Genesis had a better sound chip, at least nostalgically. Yeah, they had two actually. Uh, Sega, they had Clone Wars also. Sega. Uh, uh, Raiden saying that Lana War Man was better on the Super Nintendo. I've only played the Super Nintendo version of that game, and I don't mm. hate that game. It's actually pretty solid. Uh, Sega CD had a better version of um, Demolition Man. I had to play Cliffhanger, Cliffhanger a few months ago, and it does not. That game's fucking terrible. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine that being a very good game. I was like, how could a game that's called Cliffhanger be the worst platformer in the fucking history of platformers? Uh, Sparkster on the Genesis was a pretty much a straight-up sequel to Rocket Knight Adventures, but the Super Nintendo version was a different game altogether. It didn't play like Rocket Knight did, and it wasn't as good. It's also a completely different game, but they're both called Sparkster. That's a good series. Hell yeah, it is. Even that weird PS3 game was alright. Like that PSN arcade game you can download. It was alright. I don't I'm know what Raiden's saying. What bad take was, I have no bad takes. All my takes are accurate. Uh, yeah, Lawnmower Man take is bad take. He's claiming. He said it's better on the Super Nintendo. That's what I said. I said I've only played on the Super Nintendo. What like are you talking the about? Fortune of War, or what is it? Um, there's also the... Soldier of Fortune? Soldier of Fortune was another game that... Uh, that was multiplayer? I thought that was a Genesis-only game. No, it was for Super Nintendo. Uh, I haven't played that one. That was a fun one. Better, better sound of what game? Because if you say either Maximum Carnage or Zombies uh, and My Neighbors, you were incorrect because they sound like Genesis. shit on Super Nintendo. Yeah, Genesis having better sound is a bad take. No, there, I think it's said Sega had some really uh, I mean, in general, it, yeah. Genesis has a very distinct, uh, very distinct sound to it. And even across the Genesis systems themselves all have different synthesizers. So you get a very varied result, but the general grungy sound of a Genesis before they started using uh, what was that? Gen Gems was the sound system they started using after a while where it all sounded kind of the same like choppiness like uh, although I'd love the soundtrack for Sonic Spinball but it's just that general sound it had. I yeah, the no, I agree. When it had I, that, uh, yeah. That I'm a Super front. Nintendo uh, fanboy like heart to heart but fuck man, like the Sega had some really good soundtracks. Yeah. Like his fucking soundtracks. Yeah. yeah. I guess it is a slow news week. Did you guys hear about Linus Tech Tips and their uh, lack of warranty in their backpacks? What? No. <laughs> it's like a big Twitter war right now against like a bunch of different people in Linus Tech Tips about their fucking backpacks. I didn't hear about this. It's non-news. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> just, I know, but it's a slow just, news week. Let's get popping off. Uh, whatever, they don't have a warranty for their backpacks. Oh, well, to get fucked. My novelty backpack doesn't have a warranty. Oh, no. Um, if you're dropping 100 bucks next week, um, Last of Us is coming out for the PS5, the Firefly collection. I saw that. That's like... Um, what, is that? what is that? I'm just with a bunch of stuff. Let me pull it up. Um, is this the remake for it, yeah. like, what they call part one? Is that what's up? Yeah, basically, it's the Firefly Edition restock is coming next week. It comes with a base game as well as the Left Behind DLC, a steelbook case, uh, The Last of Us American Dream Comics 1 through 4 with new cover art, the following in-game inlocks, crafting skill speed, healing speed, 9mm reload speed, rifle clip increase, 
explosive arrows in Dither Punk filter in speedrun mode. And then you also get six weapon skins. You gotta be honest with you. I, I, I don't see the point um, of a collector's uh, edition of anything anymore. For if anyone out there who is a person who does not give a fuck about the steel case and just wants to get the game early, you can typically buy the game for $99 and sell the steel case for 30 bucks. Uh, I did that with my copy of Monster Hunter. Um, is this one of those times where they sell you a steelbook case but it doesn't actually have a physical disc inside of it? That's what code. it's looking like, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, logically, on the PS5, since there's versions of that system that don't have disk drives, it probably is a code. So what the fuck are you going to do with the Steelbook? Just put but it on your shelf? But it's coming with... Um, well, it comes with four editions of the comic book, so I guess you can keep the comic book in it. In the Steelbook? The steelbook oh, wait, no. Yeah, the case, case. Is, what are you yeah the case is fucking huge. I have no idea what the hell you're going to do with it. Yeah, that's dumb, man. Full game features and... Steelbook case with full game featuring single player, and there's maybe it does. It can't come with a physical copy, right? I mean, you would they would have to have two versions of it, where one version yeah. is a disc and one version is a digital code. I don't think they're going to the trouble to do that. But I did I mean, buy... maybe the physical disc is just like an install disc. They always are, but they can't. Yeah. If they give you a physical disc and they give you a digital code, they're giving you essentially two copies of the game because you can go and turn code. in that physical disc. So they're not going to do that. So they'd have to sell you one or the other, or there's only one package that has a steelbook and a digital code. What's an empty to, case um, to go on your shelf? What, what's the point of that? Well, that's what happened to us, though. When we fucking we all went and bought Destiny, I went and bought I bought a copy, and I thought I ended up buying a physical copy because they didn't send me the code, and then I got the Best Buy, and it was literally a fucking box with a, a piece of paper in it. Yeah, with a steam code in it. I was I like, have what a, the uh... actual fuck? I was like, you guys. I was, I was like, oh, the code's gonna be here anytime. It's like your game's ready for pickup. I'm like, what the actual fuck? And it was literally a piece of paper <laughs> with a code on. I was like, fuck you guys. I have a PS3 copy of Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and all it is is an actual case for the game and a slip of paper on the inside. There's no disc. Oh my god. Oh god. That was the first time I remember actually seeing that happen. Is the games industry okay? And why is the answer no? The game industry is fine. It's just a bunch of bullshit and people keep buying into it. They're going to keep know, doing man. the same shit and people are going to keep taking it. What's the argument? I mean, my argument is that, like, fucking, you know... We got, we got, we get things like Cyberpunk and, and Unfinished Games, right? We get... Oh, I got an Unfinished and, Game to talk about later. Let, just, just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do too, but that's not this week. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we get the unfinished games, the crunch con on developers, and then everybody buys into it. And be, uh, you know, normally I don't talk about sports games. I did see a headline that the new Madden is so bad that like no, yeah. like it's just god awful, right? And like, yeah, dude, you make a new one every fucking year. Of course, it's not going to be good. You you don't put any like actual time and resources into it. It's just the. Uh... You think it'd be very good, right? Since they've had so many times to work, uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, the like the thing. same thing. Yeah. Yeah, you would think, but apparently not. Madden needs to become one of those things where you just buy the game once, or it's like a free to play game, and you buy a the yearly roster or, or like updates and shit like that. They need to stop doing yearly discs. Doesn't make a lot of sense. 
Unless they're changing the fucking features. Do it like every three years. Be like, okay, guys, this is the like format we're using. The engine isn't going to change. And then we're going to do AI tweaks like they do in wrestling games or whatever for the next years. And then at the end of three years, like you're, this is Madden 20 through 23. And then now we're going to do tweaks to the engine. So that way there's new shit. Otherwise, you're right. There's no yeah, fucking point. And, and you drop like a rookie DLC pack once mm-hmm. a year when all the rookies come out. Yep. So you still get your yearly income burst. Right, like yeah. It, but the the and, and I think I think the same thing has to happen to the Call of Duties. You can't be making the same Call of Duty no. every year, especially when it's called they Modern Warfare it. Two again. Yeah, yeah, like the just that a naming consistency has become a problem. Stop using Evolved in any of it. If I hear Evolved again in anything and it doesn't change the system whatsoever and it's just... Con- it, it's Most of the time it's just like, combat! Fuck it again. It's like, cool. Cool. No, the only... The last time Evolved was accurate in a fucking shooter title was Halo Combat Evolved. Um, Personal opinion. <laughs> like, when we got Halo 1, that's the last time Evolved meant anything in the shooter title. I wanted to slip this in really quick. There's a huge-ass square uh, sale going on right now um, that you can get games for about a buck. Uh, Square Enix? Yeah, Square Enix. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy from for the PC is uh, $6 for Steam, $3 for PS5 and PS4. Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, mm-hmm. On Steam? On Steam. Oh wow! Deluxe, actually Deluxe really edition deal. is seven dollars. I think I might pick that up. Um, the only problem with that I have is that I, I own it on the Xbox, so the Game Pass version syncs my save. Oh yep. I don't know. I don't know if I can pull my save from the PC version that I have and move it over to the Steam version because I wouldn't mind owning it because I bought it uh, physically originally on the Xbox. All the Tomb Raider uh, games are a dollar. Yeah, you should have those. They're all they're all good. Uh, Day Sex Game of the Year Edition. The um is seventy cents. Wait, how do okay. they still have Tomb Raider? They still own the games they own, but they sold the IP, so they can make oh, new okay, games. Okay. But all the existing games are made under their name, so they have the rights they to those still games. Have them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't know how much of the rights they sold. I assume all these games are that are on sale are all the Western release games. That's what it's looking. It's basically none of the um, Final Fantasies. It's all the um, third parties. Life is Strange is still not on sale. Checking if anything else. Yeah, Dark Life Souls. is Strange. They're keeping Don't Nod, so they're getting rid of all their Western studios except Don't Nod, which is the people who make Beef. that. So they seem to be trying to make like a, a last hurrah of these IPs they sold. Thief is seventy cents. Uh, that thief wasn't very good. Thief Gold, I think it's called. Let's oh, see. Thief Gold? That's uh, Thief 1. That was a solid game back in, like, 98. I don't know if it holds up or not. I yes, think the Gold Edition... I was going to say, I think the Gold Edition is uh, is good for, like, a remaster or whatever, but it's still not new. Yeah. That one that came out, what, 2014, 2015? That game wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome games. You can get like every Tomb Raider game and Guardians of the Galaxy for ten fucking dollars right now, and you could be squared away until ha Christmas. <laughs> but of course, you can't buy Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy. No, you can't buy any of the ones that you probably yeah, really yeah. want to play. 
But if you do want to get a Neo, the world ends with you. Arts action figure for ninety four ninety nine or a That's front mission. That's pretty cheap for them. It is actually. There's a uh, or you can be put on the waiting list for the front mission for um, models, which look fucking rad. Wow, these look cool. I don't know if you guys are here. My dogs went absolutely insane. So the last thirty seconds is uh, completely no, lost on me. <laughs> this is a like, pretty good noise kit I have in there. They are model kits. I might go buy one of these. You can go buy front mission model kits for a hundred bucks right now. Uh, that's so, actually kind of cool. So yeah. there isn't there isn't a lot in gaming news, but there was one little thing I wanted to touch on briefly. Okay. Okay. Um, the Dark Souls three PC servers are back online. I saw that. I guess. Yeah, and they did say that they are actively working to restore, you know, the other Dark Souls PC servers for you know DS one and DS two. So, uh, you know, Dark Souls PvP fans rejoice. You don't have to play Elden Ring. You know, Rivers of Blood has finally been patched out uh, of of the meta, but. You know, you can go back to DS3 and, and do all that fun stuff. And for those of you that just started with Elden Ring, now you can go play Dark Souls 3 and uh, experience the PvP experience of a real Souls game. That's awesome. <laughs> In case people don't know, they pulled the online servers for those games because there was a, a exploit discovered where people can send code through their uh, multiplayer games and pretty much break your computer if they so wanted to. Oh so no! They to, uh, yeah, they yeah. had to pull the service down. Yeah, they could ba basically upload anything they wanted to your system. Yeah, it was uh, it was a really bad exploit. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, what half a year or so, hasn't it? Yeah, they they took them down like a couple of months before Elden Ring launched. Oh, so it's probably nearing a year. Yeah, it's been a while, um, and it it was something that plagued all dark souls games on pc so um you know thank goodness they they've managed to fix it um it's a bummer it took so long but they did kind of have their hands full with elden ring i'm sure it's so, good that bloodborne wasn't affected yeah i'm still waiting for the bloodborne pc port we're still waiting for bloodborne cart and bloodborne 2 I assume that they bought Nixies for a reason, so they probably are going to bring these games out. Sony, I mean, anyway. Fucking keeping my fingers crossed. I, they 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 did the remake of what Bluepoint, I believe. Bluepoint and Sony. I think they own Bluepoint though too, don't they? They own two porting studios. So yeah, you think I they'd own... be busting out these games they have? And like, there's been a demand for a Bloodborne PC port since its initial release. Oh, of course. So now PS4 emulators are kind of popping off right now. There's like four of them in active development. Yeah, so, I, uh, you know, I don't think you should pirate indie games, but AAA titles do whatever the fuck you want. You oh, know, you can totally emulation. pirate indie games if 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 it turns out the fucking indie devs is a suck ass. Emulating doesn't mean piracy, Carvels. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't want you. Uh, Fueling those flames, you know. Th those those two are often conflated. So. Oh man, I do have a new story. Do you guys hear about how some uh, some uh, Switch developers are going to try to put the Nuvo into Switch games? No, specifically to negate emulation. Oh, wonderful! So, Just so what have means is DRM. 
Yeah, I don't think it's going to affect the actual Switch itself just when the games try to run. I mean, of course it's going to be over, uh, you know, hacked out in the first week of it dropping because, you know, it's a Switch game. All you have to do is really, I mean, this is assumption. You probably just have to pull the files off the the image and, you know, restructure the folders and remove that part of it. But it just seems ridiculous they're actually trying to do that. It was uh, Denuvo themselves who uh, put out the, the notification. I mean, there's no way Nintendo themselves would be the ones to use that technology. And all the other... Well, the way they phrased it when they made the story was that people are, uh, instead of pirating the PC games that have uh, this Denuvo protection, they'll instead just emulate the Switch versions of those games. So they want to put the protection on the Switch versions as well as the PC versions. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. That's dirty. It's just stupid. Because you can't officially buy games for the Switch on your PC, so if you're a person like me who just doesn't want to use the Switch and wants to use an emulator, by them attacking emulators, they're trying to say they're specifically used for piracy, which is not true. Yeah. Like I said, they're often conflated. Yes. You can also hack a Switch, turns out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, let's be real. Uh, I mean, I'm, I've got stacks of PlayStation 1 games. I'm not going to take up PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah, of course. Why would you do that? Yeah. Ever since Geometry Correction came out, there's very little reason to use a PS1 system. And I mean, there's some games that are... that are. Uh, I, don't, I think emulation is important for gaming history and, and, and media history in general. I think I think piracy... Yes, even piracy is an important part of uh, media history. Those companies aren't preserving their games. Yeah, no. exactly. So, so I think the pirate community is really important for that. Uh, you know, they they keep the dream alive. And they're just like, I wish someone would have archived it, and then someone archives it, and then they're and then just they like, get a wait, lawsuit. yeah, you're like, we told you not to archive it. We want you to archive it legally. It's like there's no fucking way to archive it legally. Yeah, Nintendo sends you 12 season desists and you're fucking 10 years old. Like, And they send you uh, a pirated ROM on their paid service. It's not yeah. like you can be like, hey, Nintendo, I did this good job by like retroactively saving this stuff for you. And they're just like, so you did what? You looked at our code? That's what happened a lot. How fucking dare you? It's like, we were just trying to help you. We're not trying to make money off it. Here's everything that we did. How dare you? <laughs> Did you guys try that uh, Link to the Past uh, source port? No. No, I did not. Yeah, somebody got Link to the Past decompiled and is now compilable for PCs. Yeah, yeah. It's like a native port. Yeah, running Pretty cool. That is pretty neat. Did, it, did you play it? I saw you said you compiled it. Did you run it? Yeah, I played it. Run it. good? I, yeah, it works perfectly fine. The only issue is that it's very limited on what it can do. So what happens, usually somebody drops this big release of the actual game running, and then people come along and they start modding it. It happened with Mario 64, it happened with Guardian of Time. Mm -hmm. So, like, with those games, they now have, like, 255 frames per second uh, interpolated, but still pretty cool. A bunch of, uh, you can change a bunch of the uh, models, a lot of gameplay fixes and things like that. So I imagine somebody's going to come along, at least make it so you can go full screen. That'd be great. And uh, use an input controller. Those two things would have a lot. 
Maybe somebody yeah. will make a full, like a, a widescreen patch. Who knows? Either way, it's so cool. So it doesn't currently have controller support, is what you're saying? No, it's it's very fixed keys. I'm sure you can go through the code and change them yeah. if you wanted to, but as of right now, you're kind of stuck of what the guy who made it put in. That's kind of That's a bummer. Cool. Oh, well. Hey, uh... I mean, go if, uh, if go he... mod it. If he uh had used Dvorak, uh, it wouldn't be WASD, would it? It's not even WASD as it is. It's uh the arrow keys and then the lower six. So okay, but if, if it was ZXC. if it was <laughs> WASD and then you use Dvorak, is it still WASD? Just yeah, probably. But are on the, on that's just a layout? person being uh, an insane person. So yeah, that's on them for using a bad keyboard layout. <laughs> No, yeah. I, hear, I hear Dvorak's the right way to do it. Yeah, so I wasn't using fucking Gento. Shots fired. Yeah, guys. I it's a, know what you're it's talking a Linux about. Distro. Oh. Do you See, know I'm what... A, cool. I'm an Arch guy. I, I use Arch. I want to let you know that. I need to take classes again. I'm bored. Do you, uh, do you not know what Dvorak is, Brett? It's, oh, just a keyboard keyboard layout. Layout. it's like oh, not okay. qwerty yeah it's supposed to be like super efficient but like good luck relearning how to use a keyboard right like, wasn't qwerty already designed it was designed in the, specifically by uh like secretary was, stuff, wasn't it qwerty was designed for typewriters yeah yeah well there's certain limitations of typewriters because they're like purely mechanical devices so yeah, well, because there, of uh, arms not colliding and stuff, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So there were so, so like, there's a lot of back and forth typing on typewriters, right? Where you type one letter with the left hand and then one letter with the right hand and back right, so that way the arms don't collide. With Dvorak, I think it's designed for like minimal hand movement for maximum keystroke. Ooh, keystroke. Yeah. But don't quote me on that. I don't know shit about Dvorak. Yeah. I mean, I can already type at, what, 100 words a minute, so... Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah my, it's my, my words per minute is fine. I, I don't need to learn a new keyboard layout to fucking boost my proficiency. Like, I don't... Hold the doctor just... how to use Control-F the other day. They're like, you just saved me five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay... <sighs> He's like, you're a genius. I'm like, no, that should. You're looking at oh, hundreds of pages of text. I hope that you guys aren't just looking at it. All we Lies need on the is more, uh, more gatekeeping. Uh, oh, no, you use QWERTY? Oh, I roll. Can I make my my girl eye roll? I don't know how to do that. You double space. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't tab. What else has been going on? Uh, oh, I got a game to review. Nice. Review it. Do we, yes. Are we, do, are we doing? Yeah, uh, hang, we've on, been playing? hang on. Let me yeah. uh, let me pull let me pull it up. Let me actually pull it up real quick. My cat walked by my uh, my keyboard Oops. and broke my uh, anime girl. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. I walked away for a second, so my cat looks like he's having a stroke. Yeah, he's also so, very tiny. So I played a I played a game. And, uh, yeah, you know, you it's, it's a budget game. I, I, I like to stick to those budget game reviews. We're Whoa. talking $25 or less. 
$25 is not budget game. You don't think $25 <laughs> is budget? No. I don't know, man. No, it's $25. bucks is nothing. Well, AAA games are very few and far between nowadays, so the average yeah. price of upcoming games is usually between, depending on the level, is between $15 and $35. Okay, so you're well, in the middle of like the average price of gaming right now. A budget game would be like $10 these days. Yeah. If, 10 or less okay well then it's not a budget game but it's cult of the lamb oh, the nice. lamb is a, is a very good video game tell me tell me more about it I, I know nothing about it so cult of the lamb uh is adorable it has a great soundtrack um and in this game you play an adorable lamb who gets slaughtered and sacrificed upon, sacrificed actually no you are not sacrificed you are slaughtered you are slaughtered so that you cannot fulfill your prophecy. Um, oh. Yes. So, and then when you die, you are met by a big chained up entity who's like, yo, you can't die. They sent you right to me. Now you're going to do your prophecy because you're already here. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he says, uh, yeah, you know, serve me and you'll be free from death. So obviously, you know, you take him up. And he sends you back to life, where you then pursue the four elder gods that um, had you killed. Uh, along the way, you develop this plot of land into a small commune for your cult, um, who are these adorable little critters, if you're watching visually. If not, they're all little animals in little robes. They like to sing and dance and worship you and uh, farm. Um, they like to eat food and poop. Uh, and they also like Ooh. to eat poop. Um, gross. Yeah, well, they don't They don't all like to eat poop, but sometimes they'll give you a quest to make them eat poop because they're <laughs> sick little fucks. Um, you can hold a sermon where all your cultists will come in and worship you and... and uh, you have to manage your cult's faith, hunger, and cleanliness. You can't them can't let them like shit and vomit and get sick all over the place, right? No, of course you can. Can't let them starve, and you've got to keep them loyal to you. Um, along the way, you can um, you get a bunch of choices on things to unlock, which include a series of rituals. Uh, I have a ritual here that will make my hunger my followers not need to eat for three days in a row. And, you know, you perform the ritual and they, they disapprove of it a little bit, but then they don't need to eat for three days. Um, I think we lost Brett. Yeah, I think I kicked him by accident. Cause I was trying to... Yeah, Brett, well, I think I kicked you. Kicked me? <laughs> yeah. I think I did by accident. I was trying to get out of my uh, my menu and I clicked something by accident. I guess the thing I clicked was kicking oh, me. Oh, for my... I thought my <laughs> internet went out for a second. I was like, uh... uh nope, probably, still... I, I probably fucked up my recording, too. Uh -oh. I'm, I'm like they're both still in there <laughs> oh boy so yeah you know as you as you develop your cult you 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 know progress its doctrine which gives you different rituals and gives your cult different traits uh my cultists are cannibals nice. so um when they eat and they also love sacrifice so if i were to sacrifice a cult member right now um well, I can't sacrifice somebody, but I can have somebody ascend. They, uh, you know, if somebody dies, they they fucking love that shit. All right, they they um they want me to kill my old people before they can expire and and, and all this fun stuff, you know. 
Um, the combat. So, so there's a lot of management of your little critter friends. Um, but then there's also uh, like a dungeon crawling bit where it's. I om- I was initially gonna say it's kind of similar to Hades, but uh, after a little more reflection, I think it's a little more similar to like Binding of Isaac. Right okay. where you um yeah you do have a dodge roll, um but it's a cross between those two things. Yeah, it's kind of like a cross between Hades and Binding of Isaac. You've got the the heart health system, where you know you've got, each heart is two hits, and you sometimes enemies drop hearts, and there's you can get like shield hearts. Or I think they're called ghost hearts, um and and cursed hearts that when you get hit with your cursed heart, they uh all the enemies on screen take damage. Um, so you progress through like a dungeon crawling bit and then, you know, you get to choose your path and you can find more resources or find more cultists and you go along and you kill the boss and, uh, rescue cultists and explore the world. There's mini games, which include fishing and a fun little dice rolling mini game. Um, I haven't seen the fishing yet. Is it a, is it a good fishing mini game? uh, I like it. It's a little reminiscent of... This is going to be a weird callback if anybody knows the game, but the fishing in uh, Breath of Fire 3, it's a little bit like That's that. That's exactly what I was hoping you would say. That's awesome. Where there's like a little bar that goes up and down. And you got to try to keep like the fish hook in the bar for a duration to try to yep. reel them in. Stardew does that. I really like that version of it. Yeah, so so I like the fishing minigame. It's really fun. The dice rolling minigame is like... um. It's like a grid of nine dice slots, and uh, you take turns rolling dice back and forth with your opponent. You take the dice that you roll, and you put it in one of those slots, and they build up like Connect Four on a three-by-three grid, right? Um, However, and the, the, the goal is to have a bigger set of dice on your side than your opponent, right? If you put two ones down... I think they they multiply by like four or something like that. Like if you have two fives, it's worth like twenty five. I don't. The way the way they multiply is whack. Um, so you want to match, you know, duplicates of the same number. Um, but while also, if you match a, if you put a die down in a in a in the same column as an opponent who has the same die already down, you'll destroy those dice. So it's a mixture of matching your rolls to build high numbers right because you don't want to just like put a one down you know if you can put like a five and a six down they don't have to match but it's way more effective if you if you match um so it's a mixture of matching and elimination right um and you can do this to like gamble up some money um yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of fun stuff. The music is really good. The music is just it is chef's kiss. It's it's wonderful. Um, I I highly recommend if you're not even gonna play the game, at least go go look at the soundtrack. It's on YouTube. If you just search for Cult of the Lamb soundtrack, I'm sure you'll find it. Um, did you get the Cultist edition? Uh, I did. I was actually gifted the DLC, which allows you to customize your. Uh, your cultists in a couple unique animal forms and and uh, do some other fun stuff with them. A turtle. Yeah, there's a turtle, a bee, a, cu- a couple other things. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, you know, you gotta build farms for your your followers and either farm this stuff yourself or, you know, upgrade the building to the point where they can farm and yeah, it, it's a fun little game. Um, I beat it in approximately twenty hours. Nice, give or take. It's pretty good. Yeah, twenty five bucks, twenty hours, and I played it on normal. I think I probably could have played it on hard. Um, but I will say that there's a difficulty curve um, where, like, the first couple of levels didn't feel so bad. Um, I didn't really have any issues with the bosses. And then, like, the last level and the last, like, there's the last level and the last level boss. And then there's, like, the final boss of the game. And that was way harder than the previous content. I felt I felt a little blindsided by the difficulty at the end. Um, and I, w- I already had, like, all the upgrades, and uh, it just, it went, I don't know, it wasn't, like, super hard, it was just like, wow, this was really easy this whole way, and, and this feels much more difficult. So, I don't know, I think I could have maybe played it on hard, but the end did get a little difficult for me. Um, I'm also playing on normal. I typically don't play hard on the games anymore, unless I know it's a, the game is really easy. Like Dynasty Warrior games, I, I'll, I'll crank those up the hard. Yeah. Almost a cakewalk. I uh, I have enough difficulties in my life where you know I'll play the game as the developer intended, you know like I, I don't need to make it any more difficult. Um, well, my problem been... difficulty with things like that is when they do things like all they do is throw in more enemies or ha- bump their health or something. It, it's, yeah, it's not a lot yeah. of thought to it. It's just like we just adjust a few stats and stuff. So that, that kind of stuff it just makes it more of a slog. Yeah, when, or if it like reduces your odds on RNG rolls or something, like yeah, it's like yeah. when they redesign, like oh, instead of having these three random thugs, let's put like two strong thugs and a, and a normal guy and make it so you know adjust the battlefield to appropriate that to make sure you can do it right. And when they do things like that, it's worth doing hard mode, but which you know they like ah, everybody has double health. It's yeah, no good. Yeah, right, so... exactly. We're gonna throw three shield guys. We're gonna throw like a dozen shield guys at you, and then everyone has rocket launchers. Now it's like fuck off. That's not. That's not tough. That's just being bullshit cheap. <laughs> Heroic mode on a Halo. Oh my god, a legendary. That, yeah. Whatever the top one is. That can be yeah, fun though yeah. when you're a bunch of buds who are just like, we're just gonna get fucking higher drop oh, yeah. and just play fucking Halo. But when you're just like, I need to do this by myself, you're like, what's the, what's the fucking point? You do that shit in solo is awful. Oh my god, uh, that looks, it looks pretty fun. I like that. So I will say there's also a, a fair number of secrets and, and fun stuff to find in this game as well. Um, uh, and, and sacrificing your cultists for your own personal good is a lot of fun. Uh, there's even a perk you can get where like the first time you die in a dungeon, you can sacrifice a cultist and get another life. So they're they're cute and they're your friends and you can like marry them and kiss them and level them up. But you can you also just like feed them to the tentacles in the basement and and sacrifice them and make them starve. Um, As you do. Yeah. So so they're a resource and they're your friends and they're your food. It's 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 a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, if if you're into like dark humor and and uh, you know action action roguelikes um, with a little bit of uh, cult management. I, I definitely recommend it. Oh, I didn't even touch on the tarot card system. Talk about the, uh, the perks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the combat sections. So you get you are given a weapon and a special move at the start of each level. 
And as you progress, you might find other ones to change them out with. You might not, but you're definitely going to find tarot cards. And the tarot cards um, can do something simple, like give you an extra heart, um, or give you like a shield heart, or they can uh, increase your movement speed, or make you drop a bomb when you dodge roll. Just your standard uh, array of like, you know, roguelike perks. Uh, you unlock more of them as you go through the game, and, and uh, they even have like a rarity system where like you you know you pull a tarot card, you pull two, and you get to choose. Um, but there's a chance that one will be like a rare card and have like instead of increasing your movement speed by 1.25, it's by 1.5, you know, or 2.0, depend if it's like an even higher rarity. So that's fun. Um, the bosses are super cool, um, and the the main story bosses, and like the mini bosses, when you beat them, they even convert to your side and, and come back to your base, where you can then uh, treat them like shit for giving you a hard time. <laughs> Did you get any so, Death's Doors vibes from uh, the bosses? Death's Door vibes? Um, not really. Um... Oh, wait, you know what? The big frog did kind of give me a Death Door vibe. There's a big frog boss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's no there's no bird. There's mm. like a... There's a spider. There's a... Don't a spoil it for everybody. You want to be treated to a fresh batch of... Uh, well, you see you see them all at the beginning. They're, they're the people that execute you. There's a spider, a squid, a toad, and a worm. You have to fight him in a specific order. Is it linear yeah. that way? Oh, okay. uh, yes and no. Like the first one is is the worm, and then after that, it you unlock the biomes based on how many cultists you have, okay. and you don't have to beat the boss to unlock cultists. So if you just want to like do a couple of runs and maybe you lose to the boss and don't want to sacrifice anybody, just like kind of work on just farming up your cultists and stuff you can do that and come back later i actually killed a couple of the bosses out of order because i i died to the boss and went to bed and then when i came back the next day i forgot the boss killed me <laughs> um and i just went on to the next area that aspect of it reminds me a lot of uh do you ever play titan souls no oh, that was a, a small indie game that came out maybe two or three years ago it was pretty much a boss rush where it was uh kind of like it was very pixely looking uh and you pretty much just went kind of in the same design of this where you have different zones and every zone has x amount of bosses and you be the boss and you branch off the map and stuff you can go between them very familiar yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Cult of the Lamb really does anything too crazy or groundbreaking. It doesn't do anything like games super don't have new. To. No, they yeah. don't have to. I, I think it's it, well designed. Yeah, it does. It does some old classics and it does them well. Um, the main character is super adorable and it's fun to watch him be evil, you know. And then like, there's just something that's appealing about that, right? Um, the visual art style is great. Everything's really cute and it's this weird like. Two two and a half D, almost like Paper Mario kind of style, right? All the everything's a two D asset propped up like a like a coloring book or not a coloring book, like a pop up book, you know. Um, 
Yeah, so what no, I'm getting out of this is that you recommend Cult of the I, Lamb. I I highly recommend Cult of the Lamb. If 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 it's something, if you like dark humor and and cults and and action roguelikes, yeah, give give it a shot. Nice. Anything else you've been playing? A mm, uh, new game I just started today, but I don't want to talk about it yet. I don't have enough information. The game I was playing earlier on the stream here, uh, uh, Bear and Breakfast. What are you? I, I haven't What's played your qualifications? To, I haven't played enough of it to to really. Uh, I play games for ten probably, minutes and talk about them. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. I mean, I, you're a bear in the woods renovating abandoned structures to, to turn them into uh, bed and breakfast for peoples. It, it seems pretty good so far. I, I have no no official stance on it yet. I've only I don't yeah, even right. have like a like two hours on it. Revisit this next week. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. How about you, Brett? Um, I played one game all the way through this week called Midnight Fight Express. Um, it is, uh, was just released on Game Pass, and I think it's on other platforms, I'm assuming, yet. Um, basically, you're a former member of a criminal underworld, and you're lured back to life by a mysterious drone claiming that uh, you have until sunrise to prevent a, a city-ride criminal takeover together. And basically, like, you wake up inside a, per a police station. They're like, okay, kid, tell us what happened. And they're playing good cop, bad cop. And, like, every chapter you're playing up in, like, this coffee cups that are being added to the story. And the cop's like, so you're trying to tell me this drone woke you up and you had superpowers and now you're just going going on to the city? And, like, you just play through the whole game that way. And it, it gets really fucking fantastic. The ending hits you really hard quick. It's 40 levels. Um... And each level is mentally that you could play them over, so that way you can get like an S rating or like A rating or whatever, and you can get different perks and stuff like that. You can unlock it so your characters look differently, but basically you just play this dude who beats the shit out of people, and you can get weapons, and you can like curb stomp people, and you can shoot guns, and like What's the style hit... of game isometric uh, beat 'em up. Okay, okay. Anything so... similar to it? Um. Oh god, I'm trying to think. It looks like Hades, but it plays like Streets of Rage. Alright, I'll take it. Oh, okay. So, like, basically, you're running around a level, like, if you've played The Ascent lately, or that, like, that style of, um, but, like, you've got your main strike button that you can just, and it leads into combos, but you can also, like, eventually get parries, and you can throw people into walls and kick their heads in that way. Oh and my. It... It looks cartoony, but like all of a sudden your character will like do a coup de gras up in the air and splatter someone's head. You're just like, huh, that was pretty fucking awesome. Like, it feels like a stick figure death, but like they've upped the graphics and it just the ending completely surprised me. I'll probably go back and play it just because you can go. And like I said, um, one of the levels you're in a train station and one of the um, missions is get all the enemies killed by trains. They have to run back and forth while they get hit fucking deck by trains. That I thought that's fun. It's a lot of fun. If you like that type of beat em up style game, I think I beat it in like six or eight hours. I did it in two or three sittings. I think I did the first 20 missions in one day, and then I did the last 20 in the next day. So, yeah, really fucking good. I, I think it's probably up there on my game list to play um, game of the year so far. Do you and... know what the cost is when it's on a Game Pass? I can tell you right now. Um, Midnight Fight Express. But yeah, that's been the um, 
20 bucks. No, that's not bad. No, not at all. And like I said, you start doing the combos, and I, like, I had one of my combos go up to like a hundred last night, and you just feel like a badass because you've made it through like the entire level, like headbutting and taking pipes and hitting people all the way to the end, and like the story's fun, the writing's really fun. It's got a really, really good soundtrack. It's a humble game, also. So, also. Oh, love interesting. That. Yeah, forty-one levels, really good soundtrack. Cool. Fucking play it. Um, I started, I'll have more of a review, but I'm playing a game called, I downloaded it last night, um, called Emily is Away, and it's 2008 and AIM is Dead. So basically, it's your senior year of high school, and a group of your friends hate each other at this point, and your friend convinces you to do a Facebook profile for the first time, and you can just fuck with everyone's social life, is what I've figured out so far. <laughs> and it's got like... Was- was AIM killed in 2008? It's dying at that point. Okay. Yeah. I, I swore I would use it longer than that, but who it, knows? It What's died in 2017, 2016, but like one of the first conversations is it's just like, hey, Dave, I, or hey, Brett, I never thought that like you'd get on here. It's just like, yeah, it's the summer of 2008. No one's using AIM anymore. He's like, I fucking told you. And they even have like links into it. It's like, hey, what do you think about this song? And it does a fake link to like a uh, that 40 40H song, the uh, uh, the Helen Keller dance song. And then you can be like, dude, this song fucking sucks. He's like, my girlfriend said the same thing. And it actually like does it so that way it feels like you're logging in in 2008. It does it like a lot of things like that hyperspace drifter where it makes it actually try to do. Um, it's like faking the internet, which is I can. I find it. I find that shit endearing. Uh, you mean Hypnospace Outlaw? Hypnospace Outlaw, yeah. <laughs> Half Life Drifter is a very different game. I find that stuff like just super endearing, where they do like a fake login to the computer, and it does like you're getting into an iOS and that type of shit. It's kind of silly. Um, you might yeah. like uh, Last Call BBS then. Really? Yeah, that is straight up a Windows like 95 desktop. Oh, I'll have to give that a try. Yeah. Um, besides that, I, I started my copy um, because of Humble Bundle had the Ascent. Um, I'm gonna actually give that game a shot. Um, super cyberpunky twin stick shooter. Uh, you get like so far, it's just a standard fucking bad corporation. You're the lowest low of a civilization, and I feel like I'm gonna uprise at some point. But the shooting's fun, and the customization's fun. So that's where I'm at. Uh, yeah. What are you playing? Oh man, where do I start? I know. Let's right. do it. I'm, I'm gonna get this off the off my chest real quick. Uh oh. That's that Spider Man game. Kind of sucks. I don't know why everybody yeah. likes it so much. It's fun. It is tedious as <laughs> it, it is the most tedious video game I think I've played in recent memory. Whoa. Everything about it is annoying. <laughs> Whoa. Everything about it, man. The traveling it just takes so fucking long and. Just it's monotonous. It reminds me of the, the the game that came out in the PS2, the Spider-Man 2 game, and that was 20 years ago. <laughs> I don't need that again. I want something. There was a game on the PS3. I think it was called Spider-Man: Edge of Time or Shattered Dimension, something like that. And it was a more uh, l- linear, progressing uh, Spider-Man game. And that game was actually really fun. This open world shit is so fucking tedious. And I'm a guy who likes Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I, so, I mean, I, I know I'm kind of conflicting myself here, or contradicting myself. 
No, but... I think I think we're all starting to get burnt out of open world games, mm. like the gaming community as a whole. You know, like everybody's doing open world games. It it it. it I I feel like a lot of people want a little more direction than that. You know. Yeah. Uh... I mean, people loved this game, though. I heard the Miles Morales game is a lot more uh, streamlined. So I do want to give that a shot. That That is... Let me tell you my history of this game. <laughs> I bought it when it came out for the PS4. I did not play it because I hate playing games on my console, so I really need to be driven to do it. So I just didn't play that game. I had the... I have a copy sealed over my shelf still. And then I got it again for the PS5 because I needed PS5 games when that came out. And I, once again, did not play it. still wrapped... And then I got it again on PC, and then I finally played this stupid game. And I gotta say, I, 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 I don't get it. So the general idea of the game, it's an open world, uh, th- third person action game. Uh, you start off fighting the Kingpin, you put him in jail, and then by doing so you let these other bad guys into the, the city. Uh, the, the funniest thing I've seen so far is that Aunt May works for this, uh, like, I guess it's a homeless shelter? Yeah. And the Hope Michelle is run by this Chinese guy. I think his name is like Mr. Lee or something. And uh, you're, uh, you're fighting these noob enemies. And they're all Chinese. They straight up speak Chinese to each other. And you, uh, you, they're all wearing these uh, demon masks. And you you've, uh, take one of the masks off one of these dudes. And you're like, you know what? I know a Chinese guy. I'm going to take this mask to him. And immediately I'm like, that guy's a fucking bad guy, isn't he? And I haven't got far enough to prove this. It's just the fucking the biggest red herring I've ever seen in any storytelling. It is so fucking lazy. I don't know if it's so true, funny. Brett. You, you've you've played this yeah. game, right? Yeah, yeah. He does. He is the bad villain. guy, right? He's the fucking oh villain, dude. It gets oh my so. God. It, it, I think the reason <laughs> I liked it so much was because that movie, that game, just went so fucking far over the top, over the deep end stupid at that point. I was like, oh no, my friend is gonna turn on me. He obviously knows I'm Spider Man. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you, the, a fun part that I like is that you're working for Doc Ock. You're just one of his uh, lab partners. Exactly, and that you, was fun. So that's cool. I, I know he turns at some point because they don't put Doc Ock into the game to have him not be a bad guy. But as of right now, he's like, all right, Peter, we got one more chance to do this and we're going to get it done. But in between the missions, it's like you're just swinging around the city and everything is the same. Like three things that will happen is like a mugging or a car stolen. and You got to go do that shit. You gotta do your general, go to a tower, unlock the tower, and then, oh, I have these backpacks I had since high school where I put random shit like who I am in them. <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, clever for Spider-Man to do. And just more time-wasting stuff. The combat is very boring. It's, uh, I want to say, it's three buttons, but it's mostly just one or two. A light hit, a heavy hit, and then, like a special button. And then you got things like webs, but all the enemies are the same thing. You got your guy you just pound on, the guy with the shield that you slide under, and the big boys, which you uh, use your webs to tie up, and then you punch them. And you just do this over and over, and over again, and they just send waves of them at you, and it There's is not eventually. fun. There's missiles eventually. That's I'm sure. Noise. I'm sure. There is an unlock system, but even experience is so slow to increase. I've gotten maybe two new powers, and they're all been pretty much story-based. And I also don't like how fucking spider-man's in bed with the cops he's like buddy buddy with all the fucking cops he's on like a constant radio connection with like the chief of police like hey i want to be i want to be police spider-man i want to help you with all these tasks like fucking fuck you spider-man class yeah dude spider-man spider-man's literally a poor kid from the bronx why why is he working with the cops 
this is post-college too. So he's like, you know, in his like mid-twenties at this point. I don't know the actual age of him, but he's not a... He's post-college. So he shouldn't be, you know, trying to be a cop at this point. I don't know. You're, I don't know. I'll probably play a little more of it, see if it clicks a little more. Maybe no, it's a little more fun, but my no, god. No, li- if you don't like it now, you're not going to like the rest of it. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if it hasn't clicked now, if 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 it hasn't clicked now, it's not gonna click because I'm like sitting there, I'm like, yeah, those are the things I kind of found enjoyable in the game. Uh, nope. Uh, when Doc Ock turns, I knew that's pretty much when the game starts becoming shitty. Oh, okay. Uh, people saying it's one of the best stories written in video games as of right now. Yeah. I saw Chinese mask t- talking. To, hey, I know a Chinese guy. He must know, and he ends up being the bad guy. I mean. Yeah, there's like three Chinese people in New York last Look, if you want, if you want good storytelling in video games, go play Soul Reaper. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't know what this is. It's fucking Spider-Man <laughs> bullshit. Okay, it sounds like crap, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's not for me. I, I like my more uh, tailored experiences as opposed to these open-world checkbox games. And Taylor, he's not on this podcast. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What else have oh. I been playing? I've been playing a lot of games. I'm going to try to open up my Steam account without it being in the video feed. I'm going to see if I can do this. You played some more Atomicrops. Love that uh, game. Yeah, that game's, I own that game and I still want to... Uh, oh, God. I don't want to see that. That's not should be in the stream. Okay. Uh, let's go sort from my library here. If I go, How do I go home? Marty there. Yeah, yeah tell me about it. Bro. There's, there's like a home screen on on Steam, and there's a way like, hey, these are the games you played recently, and mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck that is. <laughs> that'd, that'd be very helpful at this point. Okay, recent games. I, I should probably know this shit. Okay, I, yeah, we really need a solid doc system, uh, docking documentation system. I can speak sometimes, so I can write down the games I'm playing, so I don't have to pull up these lists every time. Uh, I've been playing a game called King Arthur's Knight's Tale. This is a very interesting game that I heard absolutely nobody talk about. Is it new? Uh, it came out within the last few months. Wow. So it is new-ish, but I've had it in my library for a little bit, but today is the day I finally said I'm going to give this a shot. I streamed it when I played it. Uh, it. When I saw the screenshots, I thought it was Diablo. But it's Diablo, but where the battles will certainly turn to like a Fire Emblem game. Oh, weird. Yeah, so you have the the world uh, maneuverability. You walk around the actual the maps that you're on, and when you get into a fight, there's designated spots where there these red bricks, you know, like red tiles. You walk in the red tiles, like all right, we're throwing down a battle, and then you place your dudes, and then you have the turn based uh, combat. It's also like Hard West. It's set by uh, AP points, action points. Yep. So you, you, as long as you use your points the way you want to, you can do whatever you want in whatever order. So if I want to throw down three attacks standing still, I can do that. I can move over so far and then throw attack or just go under cover. And that'll be my turn, whatever I want to do. Uh, you can switch between your characters on the fly. So I'll say I want to use, I want to use this uh, archer here. You can click the archer, use the archer, then use the other guy and switch between as long as you still have the action points. So that part's really cool. That's neat. It looks really nice. It, uh, I, I don't know much about the King Arthur legend. But apparently, all the people the round table were killed in some way, and then you're like re you're reanimated, you're like zombies, <clears throat> and you're taking uh you're on an island, trying to rebuild uh your like third the round table, which is your base. I'm pretty sure that that's not how the king the Arthurian legends go. I, I was asking Taylor when I was playing this game. He's like, "Is this accurate?" At all I was like, "Uh, 
those names are the same, but that's about it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll take yeah. your word for it. I don't know. My exposure. I'm gonna to... say that yeah, the names are probably accurate, and that's probably about it. Yeah, I don't remember exp- zombies. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that part's all for the game, but I, I, the relationship between characters, I wonder if that was uh, like the lady of the lake is talking to you, and she's kind of taunting you as you're playing. Like, why are you wasting your time with this bullshit? Go, go do the task at hand. Don't be a hero and all this stuff. That's kind of funny. I haven't seen Arthur yet. You play as some other dude, Mordow or some some shit, Mordor or Morden or something. Uh, and they um, haven't seen. He wasn't in Knights yeah. of the Round for uh, for the Super Nintendo, so I'm unfamiliar. Uh, but uh, did you're you get uh, things? <laughs> uh, what am I looking for here? What word? Materials. You want to get you gain materials to build up your base. So you'll uh, have areas you can upgrade, upgrade your characters. You can get like a like a training grounds, and there's a church that does some X stuff, and then a store and other stuff. You build these places up, get more abilities as you go through the game. So what I play, I mean, I only play like an hour of it, but it seems like a really cool game. I'm surprised nobody's talked about it. Anything uh, about it? Yeah, yeah. I Just one of those games I saw. Uh, it was like pretty cheap, and I was like, yeah, I'll grab this. What was that, Carvels? No, I said I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen nothing about it. I'm surprised Taylor hasn't heard about it, because he goes through Steam a lot, and he's the one who likes all the uh, King Arthur stuff. He also finds it the weird stuff that's just like, did you know this yeah. game came out? I'm like, no, but I do want to play a game that's about crabs knife fighting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was playing a game called Symphony of War. It's one of those Fire Emblem-likes. Very, very akin to Fire Emblem. I like the sprite-based work. I do not like the portrait work. The portrait work looks like a cross between deviant art and what you see on like a shitty fantasy novel. <laughs> so the portrait's got to go, but the actual sprites are perfectly fine. Uh, but the twist to this game is that you have a squad as opposed to just character on character. Fire Emblem, you have your sword guy and you'll fight an axe guy, and then you'll fight him. But what this does, it kind of crosses it between Advance Wars, where you have your hero character, but you can also put in uh, archers, or you can put in a mix of maybe a cavalry and some soldiers in the front lines, and then they square off. So it has that uh, that mix between the two games. And that's pretty cool. Uh, you have your, like, your hero character will level up. I think the side characters also level up with them. So you have like, your generic infantry, and they can level up too. Uh, it has the permadeath. If you so want, you can turn that off. Otherwise, it's, it's a pretty... Uh, Fire Emblem-y kind of game. You have your world map and play as if it was one of those. Uh, there's this little game that nobody's heard of called Cult of the Lamb. I don't know if you guys played any of it, but I played a good chunk of that game. I say good chunk by being maybe the first world. And uh, I think, you know, Kerbel's beat the game, so... <laughs> yeah. Play it. I thought What's it was his a, opinion? Uh... You thought it was a... Real-time strategy or, like, base-building game, so I didn't really look into it, so now I'm really intrigued. It's, uh, it's like a cross between uh, Hades and Biding of Isaac mixed with a town builder. That I, sounds awesome. I installed Guild Wars 2 since you were talking so much about it. I played up until the first quest. I liked the graphic fidelity. The game is 10 years old, but it actually looks really well-polished. I was not expecting yeah. that for an MMO. And it, it kind of... Uh, goes against a few of my complaints with MMOs where every MMO I have played always feels so static and like and you just see gears turning you don't see a world you just see 
an exclamation point to click to get the next thing going. You don't ever feel like it's a lived-in world. This head does a way better job at presentation, and I do appreciate that. I don't know if it gets better or worse as you play. I've, I'm like level three, so. We'll have to <laughs> but give just that the opening game. alone. I'll have to give that a play and maybe see. I'm curious. I haven't played it since college, but the fact that they keep updating it and that means there's an active population out there, and the fact that Steam is picking it up seems promising. Yeah, are they releasing new content for it, or is it just like a legacy thing that said, "Hey, here you go, have fun." They've released DLCs. I found out you can go buy content for it. Like they still, they've gone and Outer done bucks. a bunch. Of, <laughs> they've done a bunch of done DLCs. They've done a bunch of um, like world events besides just Christmas and holidays and stuff like that. So it looks like it's pretty active. Yeah, I just played the free content. I am I surprised. Pay anything, but uh, you no, can pay hundred bucks and get what three or four expansion packs or something like that. Yeah, it's insane amount of content. But yet your standard uh, third-person turn-based action. It's it's fast-paced, though. It's not as slow as, say, WoW or Final Fantasy. It's a little more fast-paced, but it is turn-based. Yep. And uh, have more of a cartoony look to it, but it's uh, solid. I also installed... I, I purchased Killer Instinct for Steam. I've had nice. the Xbox version forever, but I got the Steam version. And that's a solid fighting game. Nobody ever talks game. about that game, but it's, it's actually really fun. The characters and models are ugly as fuck, though. It's like a good-looking game, but the actual model, like how they design the characters, is hideous. I don't know if it's just the aesthetic choice they went with or what, but I don't know what's going on with that. That's a, that was just weird to me. Uh, let me pull up one more program right here so I can see what the fuck I've been playing. I've been playing a lot more Fire Emblem, of course. I'm not going to keep talking about it. It's the same game as it was last time. How close are you to finishing it, do you think? Uh, I think there's like... 12 or 13 chapters, and I'm on chapter 4 or something. Dang. Yeah, I, I play a lot of matches uh, over and over again to get the ranking up to S, because if you get S, you get more stuff. Like, every level will have a S item, so if you beat the game, or that stage with an S ranking, you'll get that item, so I play the stages a few times. Uh, I'm still stuck on the level 2. I haven't unlocked level 3 yet, so I'm still uh, on the same level of uh, character classes, which is annoying. Not a fan of that. Uh, how do I sort that? I'm not playing any PS2 games right now. Clear that off. Uh, I got Minute Fight Express. I've not loaded it yet. I've got Curse to Golf. I've not loaded it up yet. I played some more Xenoblade Chronicles. That game's still boring as hell. I was, um, you haven't talked at all about Saints Row. Oh, fuck Saints Row! Yeah, that's yeah. on Epic. It's not on my fucking list here. Uh, man. Talk about broken fucking video games. God damn. This is mu- this must be what everybody else was talking about when they played Cyberpunk. Because I didn't have any problems when I played Cyberpunk. <laughs> I just had goofy things, like, you know, somebody's T-posing or something. But the game wasn't inherently broken from my playthrough. I've had so many fucking problems with this game. I- I've I've got it in the church, your your headquarters. The game starts off, you're working for a paramilitary group. You get fired from the paramilitary group, and then you're like, fuck it, I'm going to make my own gang. And you get your posse, your, your apartment bros, to go... M- take over this church and make the saints. So I've gotten up to that point and I've had so many missions uh, just fuck up due to things not rendering, somebody walking to a wall not getting into the car, for example, mm-hmm. them just standing there like T-posing and not doing the thing they need to do to make the thing go long, doors not opening. There's been so many fucking problems. It's, yeah. <laughs> I was flabbergasted. Like, this is a, a released game? They released it like this? I had a lot of issues like that with Cyberpunk. I've heard people say that. I didn't have that issue. I, I can't. Well, yeah, I can't relate to that. But it's funny because I installed Cyberpunk uh, on my wife's computer yesterday. Because I, uh, I, I was playing. I loaded up Fortnite. She wanted Shenron, but she didn't have time to play the game. So I played her Fortnite account until 
Shenron was unlocked. So I went from level 1 to 45. That was, that was fun. That's crazy. It didn't take that long, though, because you have uh, like 12 weeks of quests oh, that are all yeah. just like there. So you're not and even the... trying to do them, but you're just popping them off because you just happen to be doing by circumstance. And so I went to level right one. Now. Yeah, and you got boosted XP. So I went from 1 to 45 in like a few hours. I got her Shenron, so she's happy. But I was on the computer. I was like, I'm going to see how Cyberpunk runs on this thing. And I've had... There were so many glitches. And this is like current modern patch level Cyberpunk. It, it's still broken. Yeah, I was amazed. She has an AMD card, and I do not like AMD on Windows. It is a fucking broken, uh, <laughs> a broken driver suite. It did not work. Every time I try to update it, the program will stop working. So I got to uninstall the program and download the latest version of the driver to install it. Don't buy AMD cards if you're on Windows. They fucking suck. But uh, <laughs> I think it might be related to why I'm having so many issues with the Cyberpunk. Can't mm. prove it. Don't know. I had no problem in Nvidia. That's just my circumstances, uh, my experiences. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was playing the I played the the Corpo Rat, and a lot of the cutscenes were, were just people missing heads cruising down streets with an unrendered ground with the T-Pose. Oh, no. I'm like, this didn't happen for me when the game was new. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I was it's amazed. It's like in what its most stable state right now. Yeah, so. I mean, it didn't, it didn't crash at all. It played solidly. It got a solid frame rate and everything. She has a I think a 3600 AMD uh, Ryzen with a uh, 5700 XT. So the hardware is like you know pretty beefy. You shouldn't still. have that many issues, yeah. Yeah, I, I got my solid sixty frames at fourteen forty. It was working perfectly fine in terms of actual functionality. I didn't have any quest break, but the, the like all those graphic glitches and things like people was coming out of like walls and stuff. Uh, there was a cutscene where you drive in a car talking to Jackie, and uh, he, his mouth just stopped moving, so he's just a dead face, just looking at you, and then dialogue's going on, and then. <laughs> These people come up next to you and they start shooting at you and he's like, oh shit, but his face doesn't animate at all. So it's just, it's just fucking hilarious watching this happen. Like, man, the people, uh, people paid full price for this game. I mean, I paid full price for it too and I didn't have those issues, but it's amazing that's still an issue for her. I think the weirdest thing I had happen was I was calling um, that ex-girlfriend you wanted to go on a date with who didn't believe you late game. And every time I called her, she appeared as a floating body in a car. And she's yeah, like, what funny. do you want? I'm like, <laughs> and she was just there, and she would like follow me around the city until I like fast traveled to another location. Otherwise, her body would just like float around with me. I was like, well, that's the first like. And then you obviously have like a few fucking weird things if like a battle happens with too many things. But I never had any of the weird things that people like you had said. Like our friend Taylor was just like, this game's botched. I walk into the fucking nightclub and there's just bodies there. Like dead bodies. Yeah. Typically, nightclubs have bodies in them, yeah. No, just like dead bodies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, are you sure it wasn't the, the nightclub from Blade? Oh. Oh, or, uh, oh. What was that uh, George Clooney one? Dust Hold Dawn. Oh, yeah. That no, that's, a, yep. that's a titty bar. That's not a nightclub. Yeah, that was a... Same um, thing. No, club. it's not. Okay. It could be the nightclub from uh, what we do in the shadows, you know. One of my friends in college, is, he told us before we found out his dad owned a bunch of strip clubs, was he's like, my dad owns a bunch of successful restaurants, and then we found out there were a bunch of successful strip clubs. Hey, if they serve food, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, no, man, your dad owns a bunch of titty bars. <laughs> Big King Shaman, bro. No, it wasn't at all. It was just, I'm like, I, I would show that, I would say that shit loud and proud. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, Saints Row is it's a lot like Saints Row Three. It has the same feeling. It's not overly ridiculous like Four was. It, it has its grounding, but it is over the top, and the dialogue is always like "fuck you, fuck this." I'm gonna go fucking fuck this fucker and all that stuff. That general gist of a Saints Row game. Yeah. Um, but I want it to be fixed because I'm enjoying. What I've I, like I enjoyed what I played of it. I just want it to work. You know, <laughs> it's a full price game. It's on Epic only too. So, I mean, you're paying the top dollar. You don't get many discounts on those CD keys. And that was, like, one of the games that the company, like, just... in high, Like, everyone was just like, we made Saints Row. It was just like, shh, don't tell them yet. It straight up says Volition when you boot the game. Volition Software. I thought they were disbanded. Like, we don't want They were embraced. They were embraced. They were embraced. Yeah, the, um... Jeff Gersman, one of the issues that he had from when I was listening to him, he was there's like this issue, this is mission where you're supposed to go to a helicopter or something like that, and like none of the enemies or anything appeared, so he was running and nothing appears, and he gets to the end of the mission, and then he just dies, and it like restarted him at the beginning of the mission. He's like, nope, fuck that, that's 35 minutes back. At uh, one mission, I was trying to run. It was when you're trying to get the the church. Uh, was you had to get to a specific point in the map in so much time otherwise it says you abandoned your crew and the door wouldn't open so oh, i couldn't get in, physically get into the room to make the oh. next part trigger and i just lost the quest yeah nope. a lot of shit like that fuck very, that very irritating yeah well, that's pretty much what i've been playing that i can think of I've, i got an unreal 2k4 server going so i played some unreal 2k4 uh in the discord played with a few of the peeps in there uh i, I got unreal torment 3 installed i haven't set a server up but i did get the files to do so so i might have a ut3 i didn't play much ut3 that was a, a the pc version of that was not the what most supported game they were kind of focusing on the console versions of it now i wasn't gonna play that game on the fucking console you got in your mind so <laughs> i have very little experience with it but they have the, it's obviously end end of life now but uh they've since patched it from when i originally got on pc and it has a lot more stuff uh ironed out and they've patched out game spy so you can connect to the actual servers and stuff now it's still going you can play it i'm probably gonna have my own dedicated server going for it and i'd like to give that a good honest try see if people are into it i'll play it yeah i love ut i'm s still upset about the ut4 being canceled i'm bad at for it, fortnite Oh no! Like a sucker punch is inside some of the houses in Fortnite. You look on the walls and there's a poster of like the original UT. You know the one with the guy with the flag on top of the bodies. Yeah, that's a poster on walls and in a Fortnite. Like fuck you, you know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> that beta was phenomenal, or it was I think it was even an alpha. But the, the actual gameplay of that was awesome. Hope they come back to it. It's such a shame. I wouldn't be surprised that they like if why they wouldn't after like Fortnite success like. You can do the passion project at some point, you know what I mean? Because now it's not like they don't have the money. You just gotta wait for that um, that, that Twitch shooter boom to come back. It's out of vogue right now, like Quake is kind of on the down low, even though I keep getting Quake Arena updates. People apparently play that game. Our champions. Really? Whatever the current Quake is, yeah, that keeps getting updated. <laughs> I played it once, I'm like, this is not very good. Kind of crazy, so when, still getting updates. He's gonna wait for that, that Twitch shooter come back and then that's when you get your UT and your Quake revivals. I also want that Gundam game to come out. That uh the Overwatch clone. 
Oh is yeah. That a, there's that team-based shooter that's out right now. That's a like PVE, but it's like sixty bucks. I'm like, I'm not paying sixty dollars for that fucking game. No, I'm not paying. <laughs> that's too much. Way too much. Yeah, I'll get one. It's like thirty. Yep. Which won't be long because it's a Namco game. Those always go on sale pretty fast. Yeah, it's part of like their normal fifty percent off sale for like Thanksgiving. It'll be yeah easy. I could easily see that game going thirty dollars at like Thanksgiving. Yeah, I picked up. Um, was it Super Robot Wars or G Generation? One of the strategy games, and that was uh, discounted pretty fast. Have you played any more Digimon? Oh, no, I've gone back to what I should. I did like what I played. All the games I've been playing are all like turn-based strategy games, which are just not really my genre. But Hard West, you got uh, this King Arthur game, Digimon. Uh, that, uh, what was that other game I was talking about earlier? Symphony or whatever it was that one i have a few more that are just like more straight up fire emblem clones even more so than that one and those uh as well have been in my rotation all i like to play is i play um i really enjoy i'm still playing tight fights in tight spaces yeah. um i love that genre of like almost deck building but not there's this deck building game i was looking at that looked pretty interesting but i didn't actually pull the trigger on it uh it it was on a like Steam new releases, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. If I pull up Steam, I might be able to see it. I just want to have people listen to me as I look through a Steam store. But uh, I look pretty good. I'm not a big deck building guy. Oh, so the Fire and Blood or something like that, or Blood that and something. Sounds blood right. Soil? No, not Blood and Soil. Blood's fucking. No. Uh, also, Soul Hackers blood Two came and... out. I didn't get it yet, but uh, I don't know if I want to put more time into a JRPG at this time right now, but that is definitely a game that is out, and I do want to give it a shot at some point. Oh yeah, give me that Madden. I'm sure Cavells is going to get into Themysia at some point, since it's uh, Souls-like. Yeah, that's on my my list for sure. I see that Tribal Hunter game. The furry Vore game. No. It's like a cute platformer, but you're like a like an animal creature who like eats shit to get fat, and that's like a gameplay mechanic. That's a it looks weird. kind of fun, but I don't want to get it because it's a weird premise. It I like also saw it was one. made for some uh, for some fandoms that I'm not part of. <laughs> I saw a game in early access that I'm, I'm interested in, but I don't fuck with early access anymore, and. Uh... You're a pack rat, and it's inventory manager of the game, and like your backpack can level up and get bigger. And it's all about it's a backpack hero. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I saw that too. That looks cute. Well, I can't find that game, but uh, if I find it, I'll get a link it to Red. Because we'll find it next week. We'll talk yeah. about it. I'll probably play it. Are we wrapping this up? We're gonna wrap it up, and we're gonna take a ten-minute break here, so I can get high. And I think we should go start a chapter of that game. If you're down, Tom, we legitimately dropped my Domino's pizza on the chair next to me and walked out. So I'm gonna have some of that. We'll let you go refuel. We'll um, and I'd say Curvels, thanks for uh, running another mission or running another episode. This has been episode 23 of Digital Dynamite. 
Tiny Dynamite presents Digital Deliberations. Digital Dynamite presents Tiny Deliberations. 23 episodes in. You think you know the name of the fucking show. I think this is just going to be the thing that happens where I just try to pronounce it. And I'm just like, Tiny Dynamite presents Digital Atoms. Oh, God fucking damn it. But yeah. Tell me this. um, hmm. Should I buy Ghostwire Tokyo? Should I give that game a shot? Yes. I'm considering getting it. If you it's get currently it for on sale deal. for half off, yeah. Do yeah, it, it came yeah. out at a bad time. It just got crushed by Elden Ring, you know? Yeah. And I heard didn't. the gameplay was just kind of not what people thought it was going to be. It wasn't as fast-paced, but I heard the... I, I heard it wasn't a $60 game, but I heard it's definitely a good game to go explore. Mm. All right. Yeah, I'll probably pick that up and give it a shot this week. You know, my backlog is so fucking big. Plus, I'll probably spend a good time just playing fucking Fire Emblem. Because I'm a fucking chud. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for sticking with us. Again, this is episode 23 of Tiny Dynamite Presents Digital Deliberations. Nailed that one. And uh, we'll be back. Me and Tom will be back in, say, 10 or 15 minutes back on Twitch in our live channel. We're going to do some more. uh, We're going to play maybe a chapter or two of that as dust falls. Show you guys how fucked up it is and how fun it will be. And we'll see where we go. So, guys, thanks again. Anyone sticking around? Awesome. If not, um, Derek, show up on fucking time. Dude, Still, dude. Derek. Jeez, we can't can keep you, doing can, this. Can Derek. we just like can come you on, make, make dinner on time? Just show up. We got to kill. Easy, Matt, bro. Throw in the Easy. microwave. A minute there thirty. That's all you just need. Saying. But again, apple thanks, sauce. guys. Just eat a gallon of applesauce. Thank you for joining us. We're so ha- happy to have you, and it's been great. And I've been Brett, and that's Tom and Curves. Have a great night, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.